Welcome to The Data Economy, a podcast about leaders like you who use data to drive business growth and accelerate digital innovation. I'm your host, Michael Krigsman. In this podcast, technology leaders offer practical advice and a firsthand look into modern data strategies and their digital initiatives. You can watch all the episodes on redis.com slash the data economy. We're discussing machine learning and data to make the trucking industry more efficient. Our guest is Dorothy Lee, the chief technology officer of Convoy. Trucking is one of our most important backbone industries. It's fascinating to hear how machine learning, data, and automation can transform this traditional business into a modern powerhouse using the latest technology. Hey, Dorothy, how are you today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Michael. Oh, well, I'm just thrilled to speak with you. Dorothy, tell us about Convoy and about your role as CTO. Well, Convoy is, in short, is the first and most efficient digital freight network uh, in the U.S. And what that really means is that Convoy started this movement in efficient freight back in 2015. And since that first day, we have really been driven by that desire to solve the toughest problems in freight and efficiency in this massive $800 billion industry. And my role as a CTO is to bring technology to transform this industry. And a lot of the problems in the digital, in, in the freight network, in, in freight today, can be solved with technology, with machine learning, and with data. It's really at, you know, its core to optimize how millions of truckloads are moved around the country. So the focus is on bringing great efficiency to this enormous industry, trucking, and you're relying on data and technology and machine learning. So when you look at the trucking industry, what are the key attributes that stand out to you and that you focus on? I think there are, I would say, maybe two core challenges that we're trying to address. Uh, The number one core challenge is this idea of empty miles, or in other words, wasted miles that are driven when a trucker is running without any loads to haul. And if you put us in some perspective, the industry annually has about 200 billion miles that the trucker is running. Almost 35% of them are empty miles. That is 60, you know, 60 billion miles wasted. And if we can improve that efficiency, it's, it would be equivalent to a lot of trees getting uh, planted. So that's problem number one. And the second problem is around the trucking profession itself, right? We hear today about labor shortage, trucking shortage is really at the center of, of why we're seeing a lot of the supply chain issues today. 
And to make that profession a much more sustainable, we also need to improve efficiencies for truckers, reduce the time they spend waiting, make facilities a lot more convenient to truckers, and just in general make this make truckers' lives better. So I totally get the problem of empty miles, but how is empty miles a data problem? How do you solve that with data? Uh, that's a great question. Data is really at the heart of, of solving this problem. When you think about it, the challenge of empty miles is because we really don't have a lot of visibility into, well, A, we don't have a lot of visit, visibility into how routes are optimized, can be optimized. And two, uh, we also don't have visibility in the traditional approach of where a truck is, where the, you know, how the trucker is spending his time. So if you can provide data points on knowing every point, if a trailer is empty or not, and if the trucker, where the trucker is on the road and where the, you know, route condition is, with all this data, we can really start to devise smarter ways of routing and also batching such that when one load is unloaded, he can pick up and load another um, trailer on the, uh, on the truck right away. How does Convoy know the status of the truck? I'm sure that it's not the case that the trucker arrives in Des Moines, Iowa, picks up the phone and calls Dorothy and says, okay, Dorothy, I've unloaded. I'm ready to roll. What have you got for me? I'm sure that's not happening. That is not happening. Uh, there's a couple of ways uh, that we know where a truck is. One is with Convoy, every trucker uses an, an app. And these apps, as we know, on a smartphone has geolocation tracking services. So with that, we know where, where he or she is. If a trucker has a Convoy trailer, and these trailers are smart trailers, they're equipped with IoT sensors that have you know, internet connectivity. That's another way we know where the trailer is, whether it's empty. So to solve the problem, it's not enough to know that the trailer is empty. Obviously, that's point one, but you have to know that there is another load within some reasonable distance that the trucker can pick up. So how does that work? Right. We need to also have visibility into the inventory, which is where the low, where the demand is. That's where we work with shippers. And in some cases, we also work with, you know, third party brokers as well to know where the demand is, you know, what the facility, the loads are and when a trucker can go pick it up. Obviously, this then depends on you having a very broad network so that you have, if not a completely comprehensive view, sufficiently comprehensive so that you can operate this marketplace efficiently. Yes, absolutely. We work with many of the Fortune 500 shippers and we operate really the nation's largest uh, carrier network with uh, 300,000 carriers that we work with and building and we understand uh, the density and conditions of lanes in different cities and all of this you can imagine creates a lot of data and at the fundamental at the core of it is uh, data and data analysis. 
One of the terms that I've heard you use is elastic capacity. Yes. So what does that mean when it applies to the trucking industry? Elastic capacity at the core of it, or simply put, is the ability for almost limitless capacity when demand surges and the ability to then when demand shrinks, uh, to not be locked into a contract that you might have signed, you know, years ago. And it really is meeting shippers where we need and where they need and the ability to for them to be able to service uh, their customers in any market condition. And that's where the flexibility comes in, is to be able to provide that capacity in any market condition, whether it's a hot or a soft market, and not be gouged uh, and locked into a contract. Is that the same then as saying we have short-term contracts based on the market conditions as opposed to being locked into long-term contracts? Yes, that's one part of it. That's a big part of that. Another part is to be able to have, you know, be able to tap into, in order to have this capacity, you need to be able to tap into a much larger network than the shipper himself may have with their own private fleet. Why? Many shippers do have their own private fleet, but they are a much smaller portion of the entire you know, trucker fleet that is uh, available nationwide. And so when demand surges, their own private fleet is not sufficient to serve demand. And by having this public uh, carrier network, they can tap into the supply that Convoy has when demand surges. So it's not, they're not reliant just on their own private fleet. So in other words, you have a, a sufficiently clear picture of shipping demand, which is coming from the shippers, and a sufficiently clear picture of shipping supply, in other words, who's available to take those shipments, that you can do your data and machine learning magic and bring the two sides together very quickly. Is, is yes, that a correct way to place to put it? That's a very good way of putting it. And so then the machine learning you do does what? So the machine learning we do is on both sides. For the truckers, we use machine learning to recommend the best loads for them and taking a lot of the truckers' past preferences into past loads into consideration. And for the shippers, we provide real-time pricing and bidding information, again, using past information and and real-time market conditions. So you're really a marketplace between shippers and truckers, and you're able to create a spot price market, essentially. Yes, that's one of them. But we're also more than that in that we don't just facilitate between uh, shippers and drivers. We also have these smart trailers that allow us to also guarantee a service delivery to the shipper. So we just don't just, in addition to facilitating, we can also give shipper, you know, in this day and age, one of the key things is a, a promise and to be able to, to meet the um, delivery estimates that the shipper wants. And how do you do that? How do we do that? A part of going back to data, you know, we have these smart trailers that are equipped with these IoT sensors. 
So at any point on the road, we know where the, you know, where the driver is, or we know when, when, if it's going to be delayed. And so as a result, we're able to give a lot more transparency to the shipper about where my truck is. And if there is a delay, if there's a hurricane, there's a weather condition somewhere, we can proactively notify them. And in contrast, what, what was going on in the trucking industry before you started, can we say, uh, placing sensors through the trucking industry? I think so. I think we are. And we're also one of the first to start this program called you know, flexible drop and hook. The traditional drop and hook program are not equipped with all these smart sensors and intelligence. And so because we have the transparency and the real-time um, information about where the truck is, we're able to really reduce the time that a trucker is you know, waiting at a facility and so can just drop a trailer, get a new trailer, and off you go on the road. In order to work your machine learning magic, yes, you need lots of data, as you were describing. Exactly. Can you give us a sense of the kinds of data that you collect as inputs? And then we'll talk about what you do with that data. Right, absolutely. Um, I'll give you one example. Um, as I said, we collect data th throughout the shipment lifecycle, but we also collect data in our mobile app of you know reviews of what a trucker, you know, reviews of a facility. And it turns out that you know, this is a really, you know, interesting example of where, how we use the data and, and use it to improve the industry. And so what a lot of people don't realize is that the people, right, in a, a big shipper organization that has the authority to make changes is sometimes disconnected from how the facility is run. And so little things like whether the facility has restrooms is really makes a difference for the experience of that trucker. And with our mobile app, our trucker can you know, add reviews, add these data points, and we surface these to these decision makers. And as a result, they can make changes and improve how the facility is run, make it more efficient and more convenient for truckers. So that's just one example of the kinds of data we collect and how it's improving the truck driver's life. I see. So you're collecting data around the locations of the facilities, the locations of the trucks themselves, congestion levels on the roads. What, what other kinds of data serve as inputs into your analytical processes? That's right. We also collect, you know, for the, for the driver, we also collect, um, obviously, the, the geolocation and the appointment, you know, when he started, when he's, you know, finished, uh, when he's finished um, the, the uh, particular assignment. And on the marketplace itself, we have collected you know, historical pricing data. So, and with our machine learning model, now we can more accurately give more longitudinal forecasts of, of truck pricing, for example. We also collect data around how often a truck is being replaced. So that's an interesting study we call survival study. And so with that, we can inform how often a truck is replaced and we can use that data to either create incentives, for example, for when it's replacement time, we can proactively let the, you know, let the, let the driver know and we can create incentives to replace them with more green uh, vehicle options. 
So you're collecting all of this data and you're storing the data. Before we talk about how you analyze the data, can you tell us a little bit about the the nature of your infrastructure? Yeah, so um, our production services run on relational databases and to to do ad hoc uh, and historical analysis, uh, we use a cloud data warehouse. Um, and for you know a lot of the real-time information, we also have an event-based platform that does streaming. So you're collecting both uh, real-time data, such as the road conditions or the locations of the trailers based on your IoT devices, and you're collecting non-real-time data, like, like reviews of facilities, as you were describing earlier. Yes, exactly. Dorothy, regarding the, the real-time data that you're collecting, can you give us some examples of what you do with that data? How do you use it? And, and link it back to why this is beneficial to the truckers and how does this all create efficiency? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, um, you know, one real example uh, that helps a trucker is we collect real-time geolocation data from active, active loads. And one of the ways that helps truckers is that it actually allows us to pay them better. And so let me expand on that. Um, before Convoy and before this technology improvement, truckers were turning, you know, how do they get paid? They were turning these carbon copy slips and or they would, you know, very manual, they would record when I started this load, when I actually arrived. And if there's a delay, they often wouldn't get paid for days. But now we can bypass all this information because we know at any time where they are, whether there's a delay, whether that delay is caused by the trucker, whether this delay is caused by facility. So we can give them quicker pay. We can give them, we can pay them pretty much right on the spot. So that's a very real example of how data is improving the trucker's life. And what's the, example, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, please. Um, another example uh, with real-time data is we do real-time marketplace bidding and pricing data. That allows us, uh, gives us unique visibility into the actual state of the market and not just a backward look at previously backed transactions. And so back to the spot and flexibility, it really gives us both transparency to the shipper as well as give that flexibility of real-time pricing. So you have an insight into this market on b both sides of the market, the seller, uh, meaning the trucker, as well as the buyer of the trucking services, which is the shipper. You have this unique insight all the time as to what's going on. That's right. So what is the benefit then to the shipping side? And how does your data support the shipper? Well, I think in simple terms, uh, the shipper gets one more flexibility, as we mentioned earlier, with elastic capacity, hugely important when you think about uh, in this market where 
we can have demand surge, we can have demand goes down, and that flexibility is really is at the heart of what drives the efficiency here. And the second is lower cost and higher quality supply, right? Give all that transparency with pricing. We're able to serve our customers, in this case, our shippers, um, at a lower cost and with higher quality supply. And the third is we do improve, help them improve the quality of their, in some ways, their, their, their service to, to truckers, right? And so going back to what we said earlier with facility reviews, it allows shippers to improve their facilities and become a shipper of choice for truckers. So you feed your data from uh, the market in terms of pricing, for example, as well as feedback from the truckers to the shippers so that they can make more informed decisions and make themselves more attractive to the, the truckers, to their suppliers. Yes, absolutely. So there's a very important supply chain aspect here as well, because trucking is hard to come by right now. And from the shipper's point of view, anything we can do to make us a, an attractive customer is going to be really beneficial. Absolutely. How do you do all of this? I know you mentioned machine learning, but how does how do the pieces come together? Again, we start with the data and Convoy um, collects you know, thousands of data points, not only through the end-to-end life cycles, but also the features that we use on our website and our mobile app. Uh, we have uh, some of the world's best data scientists coming from companies like Amazon, Zillow, Microsoft, and you know, the best institutions and organizations in the world. And we develop these machine learning models that are able to both predict you know, real time and help on one side, help truckers recommend loads and, uh, and, and give them the best uh, loads that, that are appropriate for them on the other side, um, giving real time pricing information that reflects real market conditions. How do you solve the empty miles problem using your machine learning data? How does that help? One of the key ways we solve the empty miles problems is through a program called Automated Reload. And what that really means is that we're able to batch shipments together with the data that we have such that the trucker can then when they are on one load, when they when they take one load from say New York to Milwaukee, on the way back, we have already batched his returning, you know, his round trip. And so he's never coming back with with that empty trailer. So batching or automated reload is one effective way that allows us to reduce empty miles. And then the other one is really through automation. When you think about the time that a trucker is used waiting at a facility, waiting for scheduled appointments, automation really helps you know, reduce that wait time and gets the trucker going. What kind of automation are you referring to? Uh, I'm referring to, for example, just scheduling you know, appointments. That's It's one of the key problems or uh, the things that, that we used to do with paper and pencil and or phone calls and emails. And there's a lot of time wasted just figuring out what is the optimal time. And uh, with Convoy, you can just book your appointments on your website, on your mobile app. And we uh, it, you know, it just reduces a lot of time. 
So the whole thing is bringing automation and prediction to this very old traditional industry that I guess was ripe for change. That's right. And is the backbone of our economy. From a machine learning standpoint, do you run experiments or A-B tests, for example? Yes, absolutely. Experimentation is really central to almost every product decision that we make here at Convoy. And our data scientists and our um, researchers are embedded in every product development team. And, you know, an example of the kind of experiment we make is, uh, for example, I mentioned earlier that on our mobile app, uh, truckers can bid in real time and they can search for loads. And we run experiments around, you know, what is the best kind of ways to recommend uh, a load to them. You can think of it similar to almost like product recommendations on Amazon. There's different parameters, different truckers may care about different things. Some might care about proximity to home, some might care about time, or we take their past loads into consideration. And that's the kinds of experiments that we make. So you're using machine learning then to optimize the loads, but in again, in both directions. So the truckers taking the right kind of load going out, but also has a load coming back to avoid the empty miles that you were Absolutely. describing earlier. That's right. You are really changing this traditional industry. How have truckers responded to this kind of automation? I think I would say that truckers really, we've seen overwhelming um, positive responses from truckers because they see the real benefits of technology, right? Not for technology's sake. So going back to the little things around, do I have, is there a, uh, um, is there a restroom in this facility? To, can I get paid quickly if there's a delay in the facility? So those things, or, you know, of course, reducing the empty miles means that the trucker is earning more too. So truckers have overwhelmingly been um, positive about um, these changes. So you're bringing direct and very tangible results to the truckers very quickly, I would imagine. Absolutely. And within Convoy, not only do we talk about sustainability for the environment, we also talk about sustainability for this profession. Many of these truckers are, you know, they, it's a hard job. And to sustain it, we need to make their lives better. Um, we need to do these things, all these little things that add up and make this profession, which is really the number one job in 29 states, a lot more sustainable. What about on the shipping side? Have they had to change or adapt in, in response to this introduction of technology? I think that, uh, you know, since Convoy started, we're seeing more and more shippers adopt uh, technology, digital transformation. It's, you know, you guys have seen this is happening across uh, different industries, also happening in this very traditional industries as well. So many shippers uh, have started adopting APIs, for example, um, and shippers also work with a lot of TMS providers that you know, work with us on API integration as well. So we really are seeing shippers starting to adopt technology and digital transformation. What's a TMS provider? 
a TMS provider is a transportation management system that they do things like they actually are the ones that would do things like scheduling appointments and manage the life cycle of shipments uh, for a shipper. So shippers are getting much more comfortable with orchestrating this entire process using technology as, as you're describing. Yes, they are. Dorothy, where is all of this going? I think we are at a really pivotal moment in freight. When you think about when, you know, convoy started, smartphones started to be in the majority of trucks, but machine learning was just getting started. Now automation and machine learning capabilities are really being deployed at scale. And companies of every size are trying to optimize their supply chains to improve their bottom line and improve their ability to service. And and also sustainability is starting to become really central to many of our shippers. And so this unique mix of technology transformation and the need and desire to improve climate really creates a very real opportunity to transform this decades-old business of moving freight from this old approach to a new and innovative approaches. So I think it's a very exciting time to be transformed this industry and Convoy is really leading that transformation with our technology approach. I have to say, it's fascinating to hear how you're collecting the data, using machine learning to analyze that data, and it ends up resulting in better lives for truckers, makes their lives easier. Yes, absolutely. And this is one of the things that gets me going every day. Dorothy, what advice do you have for truckers, for shippers, for people who are using data to drive efficiencies and to change their part of the world? You know, when I think about the challenge in trucking today, it isn't necessarily figuring out what to do. And maybe you can extend it to more than trucking in many industries as well. It's really figuring out how to how to do it, how to bring these ideas to life. You know, what code, what data, what models do we use? And that's why the role of the CTO is really more important than ever. And that's why data infrastructure, the ability to conduct experiments quickly and be nimble is super important. So perhaps my advice is invest in your data and analytics. That is really the cake for that icing, which is machine learning. Dorothy Lee, CTO of Convoy, thanks so much for taking time to talk with us. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to today's episode. As a reminder, you can watch all podcast episodes on redis.com slash the data economy. Check out redis.com slash business for related executive content. 